We started on Psalms 27 uh, last week, talking about uh, quitting or fainting, actually, is not an option. But there wasn't much development. I kind of just flowed, uh, especially in the afternoon service, and there wasn't much development. Today, we're going to try and develop a little more on the same passage of Scripture, Psalms 27, verses 1 through 13. You have stood at length already for worship, so you get a pass today. Hallelujah. Somebody should say amen right there. Hallelujah. I mean, it's, come on. Amen. Amen. Sound like you didn't stand enough. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Reading from the New King James Version of the Bible, Psalms 27. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked came, when the wicked came, came, C-A-M-E, came against me to eat up my flesh, my enemies and foes, they, they, so came and they stumbled and fell. Though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war may rise up against me, in this will I be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord that I may seek, I will seek. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble he shall Hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me. He shall set me high upon a rock. Now my head shall be lifted up above mine enemies all around me. Therefore I will offer sacrifices of joy in his tabernacle. I will sing. Yes, I will sing praises to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry, when my voice, with my voice, have mercy also upon me and answer me. Verse 8, when you say or said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away to anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me, O God, of my salvation. When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in the smooth path because of mine enemies. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries. For false witnesses have risen up against me, and such as breathe out violence. I would have lost heart or fainted unless I had believed. Whew, thank you, Jesus. 
that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord. Be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say wait. Would you declare with me very loudly, today I declare I will stand. I am unmovable. I am unshiftable. Because my faith is set. Jehovah fights for me. Even when it doesn't look good, it's working for the good because my God is just that good. My faith is set. Let's do that again. Ah, today I declare... I will stand. I am unmovable. I am unshifting because my faith is set. Jehovah fights for me. Even when it doesn't look good, it's working for the good because my God is just that good. My, say it loud and clear. My faith is set. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. My faith is set. That word, I like it in the way they use when you're pouring concrete that starts off very, very liquid and, 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 and moving and uh, uh, shifty. But if you give it just a few minutes in some case, others a day or two, whatever is stuck in that cement becomes unmovable, becomes unshifting. It's there. You can, you, can, you can build on it. You can use it as a foundation because it's not going anywhere. And that's the focus that I want us to take this morning when looking at these verses of somewhat lengthy scripture. I'm going to exegete a little bit and just rephrase everything in the 14 verses with my own dung home kind of way. Verses 1, 2, and 3. The Lord is my strength, is my light and my servant. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? And it says, when the wicked came against me and they tried to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. They, though an army may encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war may rise up against me. In this I will be confident. There are a couple of statements that I want to use as subheadings. And the first is, a culmination, verse 1, 2, and 3, and that is, my trials fuel my testimony. Do you want to increase the power of your testimony this morning? Do you want to increase the power of your own testimony this morning? 
It cannot happen in the absence of trial. If there's nothing trying you, if there's nothing pushing you, if there's nothing trying to pull you back that you have to trust God for, you and I will not build a good testimony. Our testimony comes directly out of the trial. And you could see David declaring it very clearly here when he says that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Verse 2, he said, when the wicked came against me, they tried to destroy me. They stumbled and fell. Though my enemies are all around me, they have encircled me, trying to intimidate me and make me feel as though there's no way out. God is saying, hold on, son. You're just being a testimony. You're just building your testimony. You're just building your testimony. You're just building your testimony. Look at somebody and tell them, ah, my trials fuel my testimony. Thank you, Jesus. Psalm 46 says in one, God is my refuge and my strength. A present help. Not last week, not next week, a present help in times of trouble. God is. God is now. God is my refuge and my strength. I love 40, Isaiah 43 and 2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. You see, that, that, that verse doesn't do anything for me unless I put myself in it. So I had to repeat it with me in it. When I pass through the waters, you who will be with me. When I pass through the rivers, you will stand with me. They will not sweep over me. When I walk through the fire, you, 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 you are going to be there with me. I'm never going to burn. It may feel like I'm burning. The flames may look real, but I will emerge like the three Hebrew boys, unsinged, undestroyed, still standing, Number two, his deliverance fuels my confidence. His deliverance fuels my confidence. His deliverance fuels my confidence. Is there someone in here that is holding on to God this morning because of something that he brought you out of? I remember growing up, one of the things that, 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 uh, 
I, it was, a, it was a turning point for me. Uh, one of those instances that mom would refer to, I, I played hooky from school and uh, didn't think anyone would notice because I went right after the lunch break. And you know, there's no computers and they've only got landlines, no phones back then, you know. Oh, it'd take them forever to get to my parents. Uh, I'll be home, and I just had this thing all set up. Myself and my friends went uh, swimming. And uh, it wasn't a swimming in a pool. We, we found us a nice pond someplace that looked pretty nice and clear. And we were swimming all that afternoon. I got home, and uh, by the time I got home, my skin was as ashy as ever. I mean, you, you, you didn't have to guess. Just, and mom said, what, what, what happened? Dad's, I, I couldn't hide. I, I played hooky from school and went, went swimming. There was some discipline uh, meted out. And my dad and my seat had a pretty good talk. But I learned that lesson. What I didn't tell them was that I didn't know to swim, how to swim. And I was there with four other young men my age. And because they were jumping in, you know, they just, you got there, nobody's around, everyone is just pull their clothes off, threw it on the bank. You're there with your briefs and everybody's running and just jumping in. And I didn't want to look like the strange one. I just ran behind them, took them off, and I jumped in. Couldn't swim a lick. Then I realized that the, the, that little pond was maybe 10 or more feet deep. Before you know it, I was panting for breath. Couldn't save myself. And my buddies are looking on and thinking, stop playing, Ross. Not knowing that I was few seconds from drowning. It's the first time that I really knew God was God. When with all the breath left in me, I said, God, save me. And I literally felt a hand from somewhere on my behind and just pushed me towards the shore. My friends didn't know how close I was to dying that day. Not even my mom and dad. But I kept it in my pocket because it was proof for my own life that God cared about me. Do you have any proofs that you've got in your pocket that the adversary can't steal from you this morning? Things that you have not told a soul about. Things that you have not discussed with anyone. But you know without a shadow of a doubt that his deliverance is the reason for your confidence. That no one can come and make you move away from your faith. That no one can say anything, Mama Acreage, to make you give up your God. That no one could come and tempt you in any way that would cause you 
to turn away from Abba Father. Why? Because you remember your own deliverance. You remember your own deliverance. Come on now. We're too quiet in here today. You remember your own deliverance. Come on, tell somebody. Tell somebody. I remember my deliverance. I remember my deliverance. I remember my deliverance. I'm confident in God. I'm confident in my Christianity because I remember my deliverance. My deliverance fuels my confidence. I know what he brought me from. Psalm 60, 18, 16 through 19 says, He reached down from on high and took hold of me. Oh, Lord Jesus. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemy, from my foes who were too strong for me. They confronted me in the day of my disaster. But the Lord was my support. But the Lord was my support. But the Lord was my support. He delivered me. He brought me out into a spacious place. Is there anyone this morning who could say, God, you brought me out into a spacious place? Come on now. Is there anybody this morning that can say, God, I, I, don't, I, don't need to I don't need to stand up and shout. I don't need to jump around. But I know between you and I, you have brought me out of the miry clay and you have brought me into a spacious place. And I am happy. I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I say, God, you are God alone. That's what verses 4 through 6 says. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that I, I'm going to seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. I want to behold his beauty. I want to inquire in his temple. For in the time of trouble... Not he shall. This is for you personally. He has always hid me. In the time of trouble, has God always hid somebody? One of the things that I love about my God is that he has the ability to hide us in plain sight. God has the ability to hide you in plain sight so that the adversary will be buzzing around so that the adversary can even see you, but he can't touch you. Number three, his care, his care creates my comfort. This point came out of my conversation with Mama Rotan this morning. His care creates my comfort. There are times when you will be broken. When your heart will feel as though all courage has gone. When your mind cannot understand why and how God 
has done something. And then you have to shake yourself. And then you have to come to your senses. And you got to say, Lord, you're here. I'm not going to trust in anyone else. Some trust in horses and some in chariots, but I am going to always trust in you. If I live, I live. If I die, I die. But I'm dying or living with you. You are my care. My comfort comes out of believing that you care about me more than I care about my own self. That's what is being said here. Verse 7 through 10 in Psalms 27. It says, hear me, O Lord, when I cry with my voice, have mercy upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. So please, Papa, do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. 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 There are some things that you're going to just have to sound crazy about. You're going to walk around and you're going to drive and the same thing will keep coming out of your mouth. Lord, I thank you. Or, God, you are my only help. Father, you are my deliverer. You make a way for me. My money is controlled by you. My money is decided by you. My economy is created by you. You are the one who's responsible for my care. He's never fell down on his job. He said, I don't sleep. I don't need rest. I'm always awake. His care creates my comfort. I like the way Luke 12 and 6 and 7 puts it. It says, are not five sparrows sold for a penny? This is Jesus himself speaking. Yet not one of them are forgotten by God. Indeed, the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That's, that's, that, that's the point right there for, for hallelujah. Lord, I thank you. I'm worth more than any animal. I'm worth more than a dog. I'm worth more than a, a pig. I'm worth more than a cow. I'm worth more than anything else. You made me with your own hands. You created me from the ground with your own hands. You did not just speak me into being. You created me. You created me. I am your child. I am your child. I am coming before you this morning. Looking for your hand in my situation. Your care creates 
my place of comfort. Our last point is his truth. His truth, his word, his truth fuels my trust. His truth fuels my trust. His truth fuels my trust. The prophet said, some trust in horses and some trust in chariots, but I'm trusting in the who? The Lord, my God, because I know he has never broken his word. Is there anyone that has broken their word to you in your life? Is there anyone that made a promise that they couldn't keep? Hallelujah. Is there anyone that said something to you and they swore on their mother that they would do it? And they put their hand on the Bible and say they've come through and they did not. Guess what? I want you to be so thankful with me this morning that it's been over 2,000 years and his word has not changed. Could you understand that this morning? I just thank God that he didn't change what he said after my dad died. I would be in a pickle if my dad and my grandfather were standing on a word that came forth 2,000 years ago. And now I'm looking for the same word, and somebody came as a new prophet to change it. He said, I will never leave you. Promises come and promises go, but my word, my word will never change. You can read it this morning, and you can read it this afternoon, and it will speak to you today. It will speak to you tomorrow. It will build you up next week. It will encourage you next year because his word is steadfast. Yeah. His truth fuels my trust. I don't know about you, but there have been periods when I have had serious trust issues. Am I the only one? I mean, could you give me a wave, please? If there have been times when you have experienced tremendous trust issues, many of us are dealing with trust issues right now. You know how we get over that? By doubling down on the trust we have in our God. By doubling down on the trust you have in God. By doubling down on the trust you have in the Holy Spirit. Being able to lead and guide you into truth. He's not going to leave you this morning. He's not going to abandon you. You can, you can declare Right now, my faith is set. My faith is set. My faith is set. I'm telling you guys, you got, you've got to get this in your spirit because I am sure in my own humanity, I am going to say something at some point or do something at some point. 
Pastor Ron is going to say something or do something that will undoubtedly, undoubtedly offend you, hurt you, even though we didn't mean it. And unless you understand that there is a vast dis difference between our humanity and his supremacy, you're going to walk away from church. You're going to walk away from your faith. You're going to walk away from your commitment because you are mixing up supremacy with humanity. We can't measure up to him. I can't measure up to his word. His word is stable and sure, and it does not change. Would you look at someone this morning next to you and just focus on them and tell them, my fate is set. 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 My faith is set. My faith is set. I am not going anywhere. Paul said, after you have stood every possible attack that you could stand in and through, then stand some more. Stand knowing that your God is trustworthy. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I want you leaving church this morning with a quiet confidence. I want you walking into the restaurant, not hooping and hollering and shouting and jumping around, but with a quiet confidence, a confidence that says, Satan, you better move from out of front of me. Move, clear out of my way because I'm about to whoop up on you because my fate is set. I will not allow you to steal my joy anymore. I will not allow you to take my trust and manipulate me into, into questioning God, into second-guessing God. I'm going to read his word, and I will believe it, I will walk in it, and I will trust it. Because my faith is set. Oh, dear Father. You are the Almighty One, the one that we could trust, and I trust you this morning. I trust you this morning. I trust you this morning. Father, we just come before you asking your help in stirring us again. Stirring us again. Stirring us again. There's someone here, oh God, who needs your help because they don't understand that their trials are coming to fuel their testimony. That if they could just declare you as God in the midst of their circumstances, that victory will happen. May not come when they are expecting it, but it's always going to be on time. God, there's somebody here who, 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 is, who, is, who is trusting you, but, but they're not confident. They're, 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 not, they're not confident. They don't understand that, that if, if, they, if they just dive in and allow you to bring deliverance in their situation, that their confidence will be 
touched and increased. Father, the person here right now, whoever you are, that you have not been feeling cared for, you have not been feeling cared for, God is touching you right now. Because God's care creates comfort. You're going to be sure when you walk out of here today, you're going to be sure that God has got your back. That God has got your back. That God has got your back. There is nothing that you're going through, nothing that you're going through that he doesn't know about. And that your victory has already been stamped. It's a done deal. Father, I thank you. I thank you, O oh God, because your word is trustworthy. Thank you for the opportunity to just give to your people what you said you wanted to say. Let your Holy Spirit break every yoke right now that is holding, that is trying to control, that is trying to slow down your process in the lives of your people. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Would you stand with me?